tonight in this service. Amen. If you will allow him to work, he will work. Amen. For you in this service. And uh, you just uh, want to watch God move, watch God work. And just uh, uh, believe God will work. And we come believing that God had something to do with it. I'm going to proud these miles that I did yesterday. If I didn't believe that God was going to do something, and if I didn't believe that God was going to work, amen, and I didn't believe that God had given me a message, amen, to preach, amen, but I do believe that God is moving in these last days, and God is working, amen, where the, where the devil's trying to bring strife and malice and hatred, amen, and uh, through the media, through the things of this world, I believe that God is trying to bring unity and peace and love and joy and hope to people's lives. And, and it's good to see everybody in the house of God. And, and thank God he doesn't have a, 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 a black church, a white church, a Korean church. He doesn't have a Hispanic church, but he has one church. And it doesn't matter the color you're speaking. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you came from. Amen. You just got to know that Jesus has one church. Amen. There's only one way to get into that church. Amen. And that's through the repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So you need that today to get into this church. Amen. And we just thank God. And then once again, I'd like to give honor to my pastor. Pastor Robert Longshore, who is no stranger to Carrie Hill, Amen. And I just appreciate Bill and uh, and his uh, ministry that he has, and me being able to be up under the ministry. And I've been up under his ministry some of my feet, seventeen years. And I've been with Pastor Longshore, and uh, there's times that I've just sat there and just uh, soaked in. Uh, the words that he has to speak, and there's something about having a man of God that will preach the word of God to you. You need a, you need a pastor. You need a man of God in your life, and uh, you can't be saved without the man of God. You can't be saved without the preacher. Amen. And that's not just lifting man up; that's lifting the office that God put that man in up. Amen. And uh, there's an office of a pastor. Amen. And we have a five-fold ministry. Amen. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Amen. And we thank God for our pastors who are the shepherds over our souls. And we give honor to Pastor Williams. Amen. And the great man of God that he is. Amen. This is his pulpit, and I'm honored to be here. Amen. And give honor to my family, my wife, and my children. Thank God for them. Amen. And they their sacrifice, and sometimes it's hard. We don't get out a lot and preach, and uh, we don't travel a whole lot. Uh, but we, the times that we do, we thank God for the stand that they make back home in the church back there, and uh, their love for Jesus. But if you have your Bibles. I want to turn to St. John, the 11th chapter. And, uh, I, man, I, I wish I could freaking uh, read this whole chapter, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but uh, I do have a few scriptures I want to touch on here, and I do have a thought that 
I believe that God is uh, uh, giving me today. And, uh, you could, Brother DJ, I don't know where you get. Um, just turn it up if you're just here. I uh, appreciate that. I don't want to abuse the sound man. Amen. Probably about one of the most abused persons in the church. <laughs> but I appreciate him and the sound. Amen. But St. John, the 11th chapter. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with an ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified in, glorified thereby. Skipping on down to the 14th verse. Then said Jesus unto them, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Skipping on down to the 20th verse. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was come, was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, her thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? He asked her a question. Believest thou this? She, she, had, she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Skipping on down to the 39th verse. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. Ain't it strange in just a few verses how her attitude changes right back to where she had it before. By this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe that thou shouldest see the glory of God. 
Then he took, then they took away the stones from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And knew, and I knew that thou heardest me of always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he said, when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with great clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, Loose him and let him go. That's where you pray. several times from these scriptures and and uh, uh, but I just want to minister again today because I have a, a, a feeling of, uh, of hopelessness sometimes. Some people have a feeling of hopelessness but uh, uh, I was going to title it Lazarus is dead and I am glad because he did say Lazarus is dead and I am glad for your sake but if if I could title this today, I would just simply title it, He's Here Now. Yeah. He's Here Now. And, uh, I, I, I was thinking about this and um, how that uh, Lazarus and Mary and Martha were, uh, it doesn't really say exactly maybe how old they were, or maybe it doesn't say the occupations that they had, and it does speak a little bit about Mary anointing the the feet of Jesus and how that uh, uh, they loved Jesus and how that there was a friendship there, but uh, how that at this time that uh, Jesus, uh, at this point in time, Jesus really wasn't allowed in uh, Judea and Jerusalem because of, and Bethany because of the Pharisees and, and the Jews had tried to stone him and how that they had tried to kill Jesus but uh, and so Jesus was away and he was not around he was not uh, there but no doubt there was times that Jesus would come by and maybe spend time with Lazarus and Mary and Martha and how that Mary and Martha had depended upon Lazarus because uh, in those customs and in those days it was the obligation of uh, the man uh, to take care of the sisters maybe. It was the obligation. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that there was another man involved or, or it doesn't say that there was a husband involved in, in Mary and Martha's life but it said that there was a Lazarus. There was someone, a brother, maybe a big brother. I don't know but uh, it was a man I believe that worked. He was a man that supported him to the point that his daughters, his sisters to the point that they depended upon him. And, uh, and so maybe one day, if I could just use my imagination, that maybe one day uh, Lazarus developed a cough or maybe he developed a fever. Maybe he developed a, a slight sickness. 
something of weakness. And as Tom transpired, amen, that he became sick, he was sick long enough that they sent to Jesus, amen, and they said that the one that you love, that he is sick. So no doubt they were nursing Lazarus, no doubt they were praying themselves, no doubt that they were wondering, amen, if Lazarus was going to make it, and the worry and the fret that goes along with caring for a loved one that you know is dying, caring for someone that you know is sick, and you don't know if they're going to make it, amen, that worry maybe of caring for a child, or caring for a spouse, or caring for a parent, and you don't know, maybe the sleepless nights that you stood up, set up, and you wiped their fever brow, maybe the times that you held their hand, and you prayed all night, because you didn't know if this child, or this son, or this brother was going to make it, but this was their livelihood, Lazarus was their livelihood, Lazarus was the one they depended upon, but somehow, when they sent to Jesus, Jesus answered not, somehow when he sent to Jesus, and they called on him, and said, the one that you loved, he's sick, he's not unto death, and Jesus tarried yet two days, yet Jesus was there, waiting, and he was waiting, and you was wondering where he was, but Jesus was waiting, why, because he had a purpose, he had a plan, he had something in mind that went beyond what we thought we needed, there's times that we think we need God right now, we thank God we need God this way, and to move that way, but God has a purpose, Yeah. Uh -huh. 
But uh, amen. And he told uh, his disciples uh, that Lazarus was asleep. Uh, amen. But I'm going to wake him. Uh, oh, it's good, Jesus. Uh, Lazarus is asleep. Uh, but no, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sake. Uh, amen. That he uh, is dead. Uh, amen. Uh, oh, we think that's a strange uh, and a harsh saying. Uh, but God was about to reveal himself. Uh, Jesus was about to reveal himself. Uh, something far greater than a prophet. Uh, something far greater than a man. Uh, something far greater than a preacher. Uh, he's about to reveal himself uh, to that people. Clap your hands on the Lord. Amen. So, here we are. We have Lazarus is in the grave. And Jesus is on his way. Amen. And they find out that Jesus is outside of the, the, uh, of the city. And here's Martha. And here's Martha and his, her attitude. Amen. Towards Jesus. If you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. We try to command Jesus. We try to put a, a guilt trip on Jesus sometimes, I believe. We try to, amen, twist his arm. We try to twist him around and try to turn him around. When it's sometimes it's our mess that we let ourselves into. Sometimes it's what we do. That's not us there. And God's just going to see. Are you going to trust me? Are you going to trust me? Are you going to listen to my voice? Are you going to humble yourself and pray? Are you going to sing my praise? Somebody that's going to come in and worship God. 
worship God. Amen. When the music isn't just right. God's looking for somebody to worship God. Amen. To put their best on. They say this is the house of God. Whether it's Wednesday night or Sunday night or revival night. This is still the house of God. This is still the place of God. Jesus is still here. Jesus is still here. Jesus, and made as a man of Jesus. 
much you were supposed to do. That because you've been out doing nothing wrong, you just gonna get home all the time. And your wife said, Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> 
thank God for the old men of God. I thank God for the old, the old past. I believe in the old past. I'm not talking about doing away with the old past. I'm not talking about doing away with the old things that men of God used to preach. But I am telling you that my pastor has taught me that God has never lost his power. God has never, never changed. Amen. He's still the same. Jesus has never not lost our own of power. There's never been one time that he couldn't do it. Thank 
like crowd crazy, but he's here right now. Yeah. And guess what? You better not back me up. He's back. Thank 
checks that much. Who in here uses checks? Who uses checks? Just your butt. You sign checks, right? And it, I don't know, I don't want to get into your business, but it, it might be a rough problem in Spain, right? Thank you. It's all in cash. But you have the authority to sign these checks, right? So if you put it in the name of the puppet's father, right? And his son, I'm sure he is, is here. And he's a husband. Sign his name husband the next time you write a check, Sister Puppet. And see where it gets you. See, see where it gets you. See how far it gets you. You've got to take upon the name of Jesus to have the authority of the name. So he, if you anything that you ask in my name, faith believing in my name, then it isn't the believing in the miracle that causes the miracle to happen. Yeah, come on. Did he give you that? It isn't believe. So I believe in the miracle and that cause it to happen. That might be true. But if you really want the stamp of approval on the miracle, you've got to believe in the name yeah. that it's Chapter. 
chapter of the book of John, and they were accusing Jesus on that day. And they said, well, who, who are you? Who are you? You're, 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 he said, I saw Abraham sought to see my day. And he said, you're no more than 30 years old. Amen. Can you say you know Abraham? Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. Somewhere. Let's preach the truth. Amen. Just 
to get up to be a, a church hopper uh, and up from church to church. It used to be, I've been coming down here in some 16, 17 years, that there was more churches in here that you could shake a stick at. And I would preach a revival somewhere. And I'd see the crowd. Then I'd go, months, couple months later, to another church and preach a revival. And I'd see part of that crowd going to that church. Then I would go, come back, and go to another church somewhere. And I'm not saying all these men were bad men. And I would see the same ones that was back at that one church at that church. And they were just hopping from every new thing to every new thing. If they had a church, oh, they had a revival down here, Brother Williams. You just don't know. They're having a move of God. Oh, I think I'll go down and visit. And then the uh, next thing you know, they're not calling you, Pastor Williams, anymore and saying, Can I go and visit? They're just going down there. And the next thing you know, they done moved their letter down there. Amen. They done signed a church card down there at the other church. Amen. When they're prophesying. Amen. And when they're telling spook things. But I'm telling you, one day that'll run out. And they'll be somewhere else. Amen. I'm not going to get in trouble. Amen. But it's time for us to know that we're not playing us. Job, Martha, are you going to lose your job there? 
still trying to obtain it. Today, you, you're hungry for something. You came here searching for something. I was going to a church one time, and I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't accuse nobody of nothing. I don't Let them anoint them with oil. 
prayer. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Shane. Would you cry out to God for just a little while? Uh, he's here right now. I feel a, I feel a different spirit from the fucking weeds and you felt last night. If you lift your voice, I want you to cry out if you've committed a sin. This isn't a sinner's prayer. This is not a sinner's prayer, but if you felt God, you have got forgiveness of it. Whether you're a saint, sinner, or whatever, I want you to ask forgiveness of it right now. If there's anything between you and God, get it right, right now. Oh, no, 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 God, everything that we are, everything that I am, I believe you. Everything that I hold back, I give. Every door that I locked up and I close, I give it to you, God. Every area of my life, I give my marriage. I give my home. I give my children. I give my spouses. I give my family. I give it all to you. I give my life to you, oh God. Why? Because you the A I am.
a whole legion of angels fighting for your marriage. And God said he's rebuking the devourer that has stood at your door and knocked. And said, let me in. You hold faithful. You stay to the promises of God. And God will prosper your marriage. But give me give him a warning. You hold not to the unfaithfulness of God. And God will turn the other way. But I believe through your faithfulness. Amen. Amen. There might have been some trouble. There might have been some strife. But there's going to be some lock jaw on some people's mouths. Amen. Because God's confirming some marriages this tonight. Show me your body to get a man out of Jesus. Yeah. 
the Holy Ghost right now. Yes, I'm going to feel the Spirit move. Love you. 